Thanks for listening to this podcast produced by Diddy TV, your source for all things Americana and Roots music. Visit DiddyTV.com for more exclusive, on-demand content or download the official Diddy TV app from your app store today. Hi folks, I'm Amy Wright and you're about to hear a conversation I recently had with renowned Texas singer-songwriter Hayes Carl, who's as nice as could be, but you probably already knew that. His new album, Alone Together Sessions, is available now through Dual Tone Records. And along with our talk, Hayes shared a couple of acoustic songs for us, including one of my favorites that you can find on the new record, Drunken Poet's Dream. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So please welcome Hayes Carl. Hi, Hayes. Welcome back to Diddy. Good to be back. Thank you. Yeah, the last time we we caught up, you were a newlywed. Do you still consider yourself a newlywed? Yeah, I guess I kind of do. I think it's still, um, uh, I still sometimes can't believe she married me. So yeah, <laughs> on that level, it, it still feels fresh. How is Allison doing? She's doing pretty well, all things considered. Uh, we both are. I mean, it's obviously a strange time, psychologically and emotionally. It, it all takes a bit of a toll. Uh, but um, all in all, we're we're trying to make the best of it, and um, she's doing live streams from the house here. I'm doing live streams. Uh, she's been finishing up her second book, she, uh, and she's she's uh, honing in on on the the, the end is near, uh, and uh, not the end of everything, but the end of the book. She's almost finished, and uh, so yeah, she's doing pretty good. So, what do you guys do? What is your typical day like? And what we all can't really do a lot. I haven't gone anywhere really, but what does your typical day look like this year? It's it's been a sort of a, an evolving thing. Um, at first, it was just sort of sit around trying to figure out what was going on and cancel shows, and then I was trying to uh, uh, raise some money for my bandmates and and music cares, and so put a lot of work into that. And then I, then I, as I realized it was starting to get longer, um, I thought I might need some money for myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we started. Uh, I started uh, doing Patreon again, um, which I it started about three or four years ago, and, and was very fortunate to have a, a great support system there. So I fired that up again, and started doing these shows every Tuesday called Alone Together Tuesday shows, and uh, so that takes up a surprising amount of time. Uh, and then just trying to run a career and and stay sane and figure out kids in school and and I made a record uh, as well. <laughs> I forgot about that um, here at the house. So I spent a lot of time uh, just in the back house recording and 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 uh, trying to uh, uh, create something out of all this. It's been an interesting year. Do you feel that you've learned more technologically and we're all trying to learn how to use all these new tools and make the best of uh, broadcasting from home and doing all these different things. Do you feel like you've sort of broadened your technical horizon? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I talked to a lot of songwriters and friends that, uh, you know, about how we're doing creatively. And a lot of people, um, I find people are either being incredibly prolific or more, Regularly, I find people who just haven't been able to do anything creative because of, like I said, it's just sort of this emotional weight 
out there about all uncertainty of everything. And it makes it, it can make it hard to, to tap into the creative stuff. Um, and I think I've been in the latter camp. Um, but I've, I've had, a the, the channel, the outlet for me has been learning this new stuff, you know, learning how to, uh, broadcast a show, learning how to try and make it look good, learning new skills. So, you know, like I said, with cameras and microphones and recording devices and, and, and it's actually been, uh, fun and, and, and rewarding in that I'm, it allows me to connect with an audience once a week, which has kept me sane and afloat. Um, uh, so, uh, it, it, that's been one of the upsides to this whole thing is it's allowed for some time to, uh, and it's been a forcing mechanism to learn new stuff. Well, you know, creativity is so linked to our connection to other people. Uh, even songwriting, I would think that how do you write a song when you're not experiencing anything? You really have to get inside your own head at that point and draw from past experiences, I guess. But, you know, a lot of what what sort of sparks that creativity sometimes is just the experiences we're having along the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and my experiences consist mostly of sitting in this house, you know, just navigating the day. I mean, we get up at five thirty and and sort of work through the day. And, uh, so it's, it, um, uh, whether writing by myself or writing with other people, I've not had a lot of luck of sort of accessing that that uh, emotional connection, that creative side. I feel like I'm being creative in other ways, but but going deep and and I I've, I know it's been six months, but I'm still sorting through how all this feels and what I make of it and and what I want to say. Um, and so I feel I feel like any. Anytime there's like needs to be a fallow period um, to, you know, produce the creative stuff. You got to let things grow and take root. And um, so I'm, I'm not beating myself up about it too much. I'm, I'm just uh, I know something will come out of this at some point. And uh, so I'm just trying to stay sane and stay right and and, uh, and be ready when it does. You make a very good point, which is we're all sorting through this. So at some point, I think there will be all these commentaries about what this year was like for everybody. So that's going to be on the back end of it, probably. Anyway, you, you had you did put out an album and the Alone Together Sessions. So what is what did that mean? What does the title mean? It originated with a tour that I was doing before this all fell apart. And, and uh, so I was doing a, a solo tour called Alone Together with Hayes Carl. And um, I just thought that was clever and I'm driving around the country by myself and Allison was doing some of the shows with me. And, and, uh, um, so that's what I called it. And I did about two months of that tour and then I had to come home, uh, in the middle of it because of the pandemic. Uh, and I started doing these live streams and I decided to call them alone together Tuesdays. I just carried that over, um, to my weekly show because, you know, it's, I'm, I'm here by myself, but, the people that are tuning in, I'm, you know, that, that connection, we're all in this together was the idea. And so when it came time to name the record, I was going to call it what it was. My last record was called what it is. Um, and, and since a lot of these songs are, 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 uh, um, songs that I'd recorded in the past, um, I thought that might be a, a, an appropriate title, but when it came down to it, I just said, this is, um, uh, 
I'm just going to go ahead and get a lot of mileage out of this alone together idea um, because I recorded the record here by myself in my house. And uh, and then I sent it out to Daryl and, and Ray Wiley Hubbard and um, uh, people were able to work with me. It was a collaborative project, um, but it was done initially individually. And so that just seems to be the theme uh, for me during this year is is doing what I can on my own and then trying to, to put it out into the world and find some connection with it. And, um, uh, and like I said, those, the, like the, those Tuesday shows, they kept me sane. Uh, recording this record kept me sane. Being able to put it out there and get feedback from people made me feel not alone. You know, even though I, uh, it, it, just me and Allison here, um, uh, I felt way more connected through those projects uh, with the rest of the world, and, and that was invaluable. You know, I just spoke with Ray Wiley a couple of weeks ago. We love Ray, uh, and you wrote a song with him on the album Drunken Poet's Dream. Yeah. Uh, what was it like to collaborate with Ray? It's always fun. So I, I met Ray... I was a bartender at a club in Galveston back in like 2000, 2001. And Ray came in and played a show and uh, um, just blew me away. And I just sort of stalked him for a long time until he would hang out with me. And eventually he invited me over to write a song. And we wrote a song called Chickens on my second record. And then we wrote another song, This Drunken Poet's Dream, that went on my third record. And I put it on mine, and then a couple years later, he put it on his records. And, and, uh, but we had never played it together, uh, like we never recorded it together. And so as I was going through these songs, trying to figure out what, what made sense, um, uh, the idea of doing that song with him felt like it was going to bring fresh life into it rather than me just rehashing it. Um, so that's how it ended up there. And writing with Ray, he's just so creative and so spiritual and funky. This crazy combination of positive energy and mysticism and spirituality and grease and blues and lowdown hustler. It comes out in his music and all the songs that he writes and, and it comes out in, in, in the way he approaches life and, and art. And um, uh, he's just been an invaluable mentor to me and to a lot of other people as a guitar player as a songwriter uh as, as an artist in general and, and as a human I, I just he has changed my life so I, I can't i can't overstate uh the positive effect that he's had uh, on me he's pretty amazing when he walked in the room here when he first played did a did a concert series here at diddy tv same same uh, experience we all had with him he left and we we said well, who was that? He's amazing. Um, all those things, spiritual, talented, wonderful, nice, uh, all those things wrapped up in such a great person and package. Um, and, and so this, this, the album, it's, you're revisiting a lot of the old songs, and, but you've added a fresh life to them. And I noticed when I was listening to the album, which I love, by the way. Um, Thank you. Rhythmic. Um, there's a blues tinge to some of the songs that maybe wasn't there before, um, spoken word, and then some beautiful harmonies. I know that Allison also um, was uh, singing on a couple of songs. And um, what uh, what was sort of your idea behind changing the songs and 
What did you do creatively to get there? Yeah, I've been a touring musician since 2002, I think. So I'm going on 18, 19 years um, uh, of being on the road, traveling with these songs and, and was playing for years in bars before that. And, and some of these songs I've played, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of times. And, and some of them have evolved uh, over time and they mean different things to me or I approach them differently. And, and I've changed. The way I sing has changed. The way I enunciate and, and, and interpret these things uh, has changed. And I just, for me, that was interesting to sort of take a look at and see, you know, where has this song come? Where was it originally? And, and, and is it somewhere different now? And if it wasn't, no point in, you know, doing it over again. But there were some that I felt like uh, either by changing the arrangement or just by growth in life, um, there was a new energy, a new meaning uh, uh, to to them, and they were worth taking another stab at. And then some of them, uh, you know, like "That's the Way Love Goes," is is one that I hadn't recorded before. That was a song that Allison and I just played together live a lot, and it was for me just an opportunity to to bring that out and to put it on tape. Um, uh, I hadn't, uh, we had not had anything um, like that, like a, just a classic duet since 2004 when she sang on my second record, long before we were ever a uh, romantic item. She came and sang on my, my Little Rock record. So for me, it was a chance to get to, to, to um, you know, put that capture that where where I am in life now where we are how did y'all meet originally way back when were you just touring and you ran into each other or how did y'all meet oh I used to come to Nashville uh, she was living here and uh, probably around 03 0203 um, and we just had some mutual friends uh, her managers Tracy Thomas and she and at the at, but at the time they were just friends and and, and Tracy was my publicist and um, uh, so I think it, I, we think that Tracy took um, took uh, me to the bar uh, where Allison was hanging out at, and that's how <laughs> we met. And then and then the guy who produced my record, R.S. Field, um, uh, was um, also a producer of hers. So that that might be um, they may have put us together. I always find it fascinating how some people. They're just meant to be in your film. They're like orbiting somewhere in our in our magnetic field, and you know we don't lose them over time. It's it's pretty interesting how life works that way. Um, I would love to hear a song. Can we hear you play one off the album? Yeah, sure. I'm gonna do one. There's a couple of them that we just completely rearranged how how we approached them. And uh, this this is one of them on my on my record. Uh, it was more of a straight my my the record that it came out on. It was just a more straight ahead rock and roll um, uh, shuffle. And uh, uh, this is uh, a little dirtier, a little darker. It's called Times Like These. Everyone could use 
a hand Instead of standing around Losing ground Running down the promised land And it's so hard to tell If this is heaven or hell And I can never measure by degrees But it's sure getting warm Around here in times like these In times like these Do I really need a billionaire? Just taking on my time trying to tell me how I treat him unfair All that I have to pay is the home of the brave Gets divided into them and the weak Oh, I find I'm losing my mind in times like these They're coming to go They're healing and not Every day I'm getting better at losing something I haven't got I just wanna do my labor, love my girl and help my neighbor while I keep a little hope for my dreams. But it's sure getting hard, brother, in times like I wish I had a place to hide Instead of bringing it together We're just widening the great divide I hope and I pray at the end of the day That I can somehow get my troubles to ease But I gotta say it's not looking good Nine times like these Yeah, they're coming to go They're cold and they're hot I'm just trying to keep the world from turning me to something I'm not And I'm gonna try to run till the whole thing's done And I just hope I don't end up on my knees But it's sure getting hard to stand up in times like these I just wanna do my labor, love my girl and then my neighbor While I keep it on my Schwab to be But it's sure getting hard, brother, in times like these just a little bit of help in times like these. Nice. Nice. I love it. So you recorded this in at your studio in, in back or was it someplace else? Well, I call it my studio, but uh, it, it's it's really just a room behind the house. Uh, we call it the dog house. That's where I go when I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> and uh, But we try to turn it into a creative space and... Uh, um, and that's still a work in progress, but, uh, I just took my, my laptop out and I, I called, um, a couple friends who, who know how to record from home and just said, you know, what, you know, what microphone should I get? Like, how, how does this work? I, I didn't know anything about it. Like I, I'm, I can barely do a voice memo on my phone. Um, but, uh, um, well, it sounds great. Whatever you did. And we recorded uh, three of the songs, the first three, actually in a studio. We, we had one day um, back in January where I was doing this. And then and then uh, the pandemic came and and I never got a chance to finish it in the studio. So I said, well, let's just let's just figure out how to do it at home. And uh, so it, it added a really relaxed vibe to everything and kind of let me just uh, I took the pressure off and, and I could just play it until it felt right and, and then I passed it to Daryl and Daryl worked his magic and Daryl was uh, what did what was his role 
Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Daryl Scott, who's a world-class singer, songwriter, musician. He was the producer. He played every instrument on the record. So, except for violin, I, my friend, uh, my Australian friend, Luke Moeller, uh, played fiddle on two tracks. But everything else is about 17 instruments, I think, and Daryl played them all. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I'm always amazed at people who play more than one instrument well. So. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's played in Robert Plant's band. He played in Steve Rolls' band with the, the Dukes at one point. He played in. Um, he's got a record with Tim O'Brien called Real Time that's incredible. And then he wrote like Long Time Gone for the Dixie Chicks and Great Day to Be Alive for Travis Tritt and just a lot of amazing songs. And he's probably the best singer I've ever heard. So it's just he's a really talented guy and it was just very cool to to get to um get to to work with him we'd written four songs before including one of the ones on this record sake of the song and um uh he had just come over to a picking party we had one night and we played that song and 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 even though we wrote it together we never played it together like just sat down and really cut loose and that was sort of the impetus for making this record was um we had so much fun singing with him and, and letting him do his thing that I said, I want to do more of that. And, and uh, I said, do you want to go in the studio? And he said, sure. So that's, that's how we got started. So when you were collaborating uh, with Daryl and others like Ray, was it all remotely or was there some of this together, except the first three songs, it sounds like you recorded, but the rest of them, were you just working remotely or? Yeah, everything else was remote. So I recorded my part. I mean, Allison lives here, so I got her to come in and, and just. Uh, she, she was right there. Yeah, <laughs> she was right here, and uh, uh, and then Daryl uh, did his stuff from his house, and then Ray Wiley. Uh, I recorded my parts and I sent it to him, and he recorded his parts. Um, and part of that was there's some trash talk at the end of the the track. I just thought that'd be funny if we. He's always dropping me in the grease and making fun of me, <laughs> and so I thought it'd be fun if we could capture that on the record, um, but. You know, we're not together and we're not in real time. So I just would say something and then I left about 10 seconds or five seconds, whatever, however long to for him to respond. And then I'd say something else and send it off to him. And then like an hour later, I got back the track. And, and then with all the he had filled up the 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 trash talk. <laughs> well, OK, so Allison obviously played with you on a couple. Are you all going to put out an album together at some point? We'd like to. We've talked about it. Um, we play a lot of songs together, particularly, I mean, this has sort of forced us to do even more of that here at home. So I play on her shows and she plays on mine. And it's about my favorite thing to, to harmonize with her. It feels good and, and yeah, I enjoy it. So any any opportunity to, to do more of that, I'm, I'm for. So we're, we're uh, I don't know when, but I'm pretty sure at some point we will uh, we'll do a project together. Well, I can't wait for that. But uh, before we go, could you play one more song and take us out with that? And sure, let's do uh, let's do the the one with Ray Wiley. Mm. Need to. It's not in drop D though. <laughs> so we wrote this song uh, probably in two thousand six or something, and I had this line that I've been hanging on to forever. I said, I've got a woman. She's wild as Rome. <laughs> and Ray came over to my apartment at the time. I, you know, I didn't know where else to go with that. I just thought it was a great first line. 
I played it for him. I said, I got a woman, she's wild as Rome. He said, well, she likes to lie naked and be gazed upon. That sounds so Ray Wiley. That's great. so much for taking the time to talk to us about your new album it was uh it was great it was fun catching up with you and um look forward to when maybe you and allison have your album coming out too and that'll be fun 
But in the meantime, I just want to tell everyone they should go out and pick up a copy of this Alone Together Sessions album. It's really fun. It's creative. So you need to add it to your collection. <laughs> it was great. Well, I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate the plug. And uh, it's just nice to see somebody and talk to them. I look forward to when we can all be together again in person. But you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you. You too. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Hayes Carl. Be sure to listen to other Diddy TV podcasts for more of the leaders and legends in the Americana and Roots music scene. And don't forget to visit DiddyTV.com for more exclusive on-demand content and to download the official Diddy TV app from your app store today. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.